This has been a terrible day. Overall? Well, just the last 20 minutes. Oh, sure. <laughs> the last fucking 20 minutes. Usually that ruins the entire day. Fucking terrible. Um, I know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and my desk is messy as shit. Eh, so is mine, honestly. Man, but no, I got a bunch of random shit like fucking car keys, fucking this, <laughs> this. Yeah, well, you gotta have that. Yeah, there you go. That's a nice look. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Now my day's getting a little better. Now my day's See? getting a little better. You just need a little of that positive spirituality. Yeah, yeah. Feel you, feel you, feel you. Man, so what's going on, man? How was your trip? Shit, yes, sir. Back from Florida. Man, you know what? It was very relaxing for the most part. For the most part, I will say that. It was relaxing. You know, it was a nice family trip and... Honestly, my mom brought this shit up. She's like, I don't think you guys have ever really like flown anywhere as a family to take a family vacation. And I was like, yeah, you're you're not wrong at all. Like, damn. So that being the first one, I'd say pretty damn successful, you know? Mm. So, I mean, other than the travel part, I'll, I'll kind of break it all down for you because a lot happened for sure. But number one, overall, it's hot as fuck in Florida, bro. Man. And, I, and I know I'm speaking to... I'm I'm Captain Obvious right now, but like, <laughs> what what drives me nuts is people say the whole like it's a different kind of heat. It's not the heat; it's the humidity. I don't care if it's <laughs> hot. It's fucking hot. If it's hot, I'm no. miserable. I'm sweating. I can't stop sweating, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> and for the the messed up part was like for the first like two days we were there for four days, and the first two days we were there, I was like, you know what? I'm handling the heat very well because I've been to Florida a couple times. The last time. We went was Rachel and I went to Miami. Yeah, Miami. Um, Ooh, you know, a couple years ago. Miami. That shit, man. Miami's fun but dangerous. Like you gotta be on your toes in Miami. They don't fuck no, you up, no, no. Miami. I, I know about Miami. I know, I know Miami very well. You know, but that trip was dope. We did everything on that fucking trip, man. And, but that was also, I believe, a that a July trip. All I know is yeah. that average was like one hundred three every day. And I was like, Ooh. okay. I'm jumping in the pool and shit, and that's not cooling me off. So that's too hot. That's that's a little Ooh, too fucking fuck hot. Man. But I mean, we we're walking down. Miami's a beautiful city. So that mm-hmm. was a very fun adult trip. With hit the nightclubs, got to see some fucking shows, ate some legit chips and salsa. I got to learn how to salsa dance, or was it salsa or merengue? Or I learned how to dance essentially in Miami. One of them, so, one one of them dancers, man. some spicy ass dances. You know the one. So. <laughs> that that was a great trip. This one was different. This was Orlando. We stayed in Kissimmee, right outside of Disney World. So not only did I have to keep my kids entertained, I had to keep letting them know, like, we're not fucking going to Disney World. It's not happening. <laughs> so like, wh- and I even told them as soon as we got there, I'm like, you're gonna see nothing but billboards about Disney everywhere we go. Do not ask me to go to Disney World. This is not that trip. Because the answer is, is no. <laughs> the answer is uh, a resounding. Fuck no. Good God. So they understood that. So that was cool. We went for their birthday. Son just turned 10. Daughter turned 8. Just two days apart. So Happy birthday to them. Happy birthday, Sully. Happy birthday, Sydney. I'll thank you on their behalf. Yes, that was our goal a few months ago. We, we talked about it for a long time. We said, you know what? Especially for a double-digit birthday, get them on the first plane ride. Get them to see mm. the fucking ocean. You know, let's explore a little bit. So that was the goal. And we manifested that shit, you know, saved up, made it happen. That was the fucking goal. And we accomplished it. So I'm, I'm very proud dad right now. It was, it was really fucking cool. But we'll get I to that part in a second. Yeah, I mean, thank you. It was awesome. But 
Yeah, the fucking travel, dude. So our flight was supposed to be at like 5.45 in the morning, and we're flying mm. out of Chicago midway. So still a couple hours out, so we had to get up. We got up at like 1 a.m., and I know the night before, Rachel and I both were like, we are just too anxious, so we didn't even sleep. Like, <laughs> zero hours of sleep, man. No sleep till Brooklyn style, you know what I mean? So that Damn. shit was, yeah, that was a, a challenge, just trying to make that happen that early with no sleep i just i couldn't shut my fucking brain off dude like all of a sudden all i thought about was like all the things that could have gone wrong and i had mentioned on the previous episode i fucking hate this airline we flow on we flown on and like the car company still gonna gonna leave them anonymous you're not gonna give us a tip no fuck it it's frontier airlines it's frontier Mm, never never frontier don't ever fucking fly frontier I'm just saying, like, they are probably the, one of the cheapest ones you'll find, but there's a fucking reason. That company will nickel and dime you everything. <laughs> the things that you think are supposed to be free that every other airline doesn't charge you for, it all just, you know, complimentary shit. No. Frontier's like, like you're paying for like a carry on. No, they want like 70 bucks for a carry on. Yeah. What? So I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, said, yeah, you said that last yeah, yeah. episode. I, 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 I definitely mentioned it because I was like, I had just seen it at that point. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's cheap because they strip down all the other extra shit and they just say, well, if you want it, yeah, you got to pay for it. Including if you just need help in person. If you need to what? talk to somebody at Frontier Airlines, it costs you 20 bucks to talk to somebody. So I'm like, wow. I knew things were, I know times were tough for Frontier. There was a time where they were going to merge with Spirit Airlines. And I don't know which one of the other two were trying to buy each other out. But they were supposed to merge together as one airline, and it didn't Whoa. happen. So I know Frontier is hurting for cash. But this shit, though, like... You I know they're hurting for cash. You, y'all, poor. Y'all, times are tough for Frontier, Soar. So I, I, I get it, but also, goddamn, dude, like, I, I shouldn't have to pay, like, 500 for a plane ticket and then another 700 for the fucking bags. Like, what, dude? I just fly Southwest and pay a regular God. amount. Anyway, you're, I mean that's you're that's the same shit <laughs> exactly. So my, my shit was just I was so fucking pissed. But so anyway, my brain wouldn't shut up thinking about like all the things that could have went wrong between here and Florida. Anything could have went wrong going through my head. So I was just like we couldn't sleep. So we get out there <laughs> and everything's pretty good. I, I'm not even gonna admit like I, I was I was cautious. I was anxious about it. But all things considered, even with the car rental place, I was a little shady and had some weird Google reviews. Everything went pretty smooth. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, cool. I even told Rachel that when we got to the airport, like, okay, I was worrying about nothing. Everything is going very well. So, okay, cool. So we get to the airport and waiting for our flight and we get a little alert about maybe 30 minutes before we're supposed to board, flights delayed two hours. Oh my god. That one was like, okay, I know it happens. This is the air. These are airplanes. It happens. Things get delayed. Fine. This is the air. These are airplanes. Right. <laughs> like, fine. Okay. It was still like, you know, going to be like 745 in the morning. Still a fucking early flight. We're good. It's cool. Uh, maybe about, so we were waiting a little bit longer. We're, you know, getting snacks for the kids and all that shit. About mm, 20 minutes before we board for the real time, the real attempt and the real crunch time here, mm. all of a sudden, Sully gets just sick to his stomach. Just, oh. I mean, he's like, dad, I gotta throw up. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we're in line <laughs> about to get on the plane. I'm like, oh, my God. He just, he just turns to you, Dad, I got to throw up. 
It literally, like stone face. I'm like, oh god. So we gotta get him to the bathroom. Like all the stalls are fucking full. So I'm like, like the worst nightmare. All that anxiety I was thinking about the the night prior. Here we go. Here's something. So I'm like trying to find something for him to throw up in. There's a garbage can like on the floor, and I'm like, okay, just I'll stand next to you. I'll stand guard. Just throw up in the can so we can go get back on the plane. And I'm panicking. I'm like, this is gonna be like home alone. He's gonna we're gonna get left behind. I don't know. So. <laughs> He he doesn't throw up. He's just like, I, I think I can just get on the plane and use the bathroom there. I said, okay, fine. So we'll run back. We get on the plane. And now we're separated. So like, you know, when you fly with a child and you have two parents, you know, one parent goes with a yep. kid. One parent goes with another kid. So myself and my daughter are in one section and Rachel and, and Sully are in a different section. So Rachel pretty much had to like sit with him the entire time while he is just miserably sick. And to this day, and we're still just like, what happened? Like, how did you go from like, woo, I'm excited, let's go to Florida to like, you know, like in like an hour of a time period. So I'm like, what the fuck happened? And still in my head, I think the the idea of flying finally got to him and he just Mm. manifested this shit. And it just his whole body revolted the idea of flying, even though he was excited, his his guts were like, fuck. I'm getting on a plane. So I won't get into details about all that. He got through the plane, right? We flew. We landed. Sydney was losing her fucking mind. She loved every bit of it. She, you know, she's a daredevil. So she's looking at the window, trying she's to figure the out the fucking, plane. Yeah, she's the family manipulator, of course. She oh, is. yeah. So she wants to know everything about, like, why is the wing moving that way? And what's this? And what's that? So so she's loving the whole thing. So, he, you know, Sully toughed it out. Very proud. Got to Florida. Rental car actually went super smooth. So we are... We're in business here. We're we're here. We're about to hit the fucking road. So about thirty minutes outside of our hotel, and it was still early, so we had to go, you know, kill some time. And the one place I knew the kids wanted to go more than anything else was the world's largest McDonald's. The world's largest McDonald's. Yes, that is in Orlando. So it's very close to where we were staying. And I said, okay, we got some time to kill. I know I went there because I went to Florida when I was like 14 years old. Went to Disney World with my uncle and my cousins. And I know we went to the world's largest McDonald's. And that place is, it's, you know, a two, three-story building that's like kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese and a McDonald's all wrapped up to one. But they serve like food you can't get anywhere else. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, we'll take them there. We'll kill a few hours. They, I know it's a giant play place, Boy, an arcade. Yeah, man. What, what do they consist of? So you get the regular McDonald's menu. Now I will tell you, this place was fucking chaotic. Chaotic. It took us thirty minutes, no joke, to find a parking spot. A parking spot. That's how many people kept pouring into this building. Clearly, and I know why. It's because every parent who brought their kids on a Florida vacation was like, "This is the cheapest attraction we are going to have here." Done. Yep. Let's kill a few hours of these kids because they're probably going crazy by this point. So mm-hmm. we finally get in there. And yeah, they sell them the regular McDonald's menu, but you also can get things like pasta or there's like a wood fired uh, pizza grill. So they sell McPizza and McSpaghetti and they sell like a McCheesesteak. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, so what did, what did you guys order? What did you guys order? All of it. We ordered all of it. <laughs> So Rachel had some McDonald's. I think Sully had the McPasta. Sydney had the McPizza. I had the McCheesesteak. I was like, okay, fuck it. Let's just try the whole culinary delights, you know. You yeah, know what? It? Not going to lie. It's pretty fucking fire, bro. <laughs> I can only imagine, man. That was oh some gourmet God. shit. I was like, okay. Like, 
not Man, only did like it, it was terrible we couldn't even get a seat dude like you stand in this giant crowd of people and you order your food but then it's you're on your own it's fucking westworld trying to find a seat in which to eat your food so you're just doing this giant game of musical chairs waiting for someone to finally get the fuck out of their seat and then you try to swoop in you don't even care if the table's dirty you just swoop in and just sit down somewhere because yeah. if you don't there's eight people behind you waiting for the same chair. So that shit was crazy. We even found a fucking spot at first. And then some lady comes over and she's like, no, no, you guys can't sit there. And we go, why the fuck not? Like, we've been waiting for like 20 minutes to sit down. And she goes, oh, we're cleaning this out for a birthday party. And we go, I look over, I'm like, the whole third of the restaurant is a birthday party? Like, what? There's not a sign up or anything. But they have people like standing guard protecting the these tables and so yeah. i'm like okay fucking fine so we're just back on the carousel looking for a fucking seat finally get one and i look back at the section where they had just blocked off our birthday party that's not a damn kid in sight like <laughs> like what, what what the fuck what anyway so it's yeah adult. it's all i mean it was nobody they're just there's nothing there <laughs> it's like okay so we get our food it takes a while but it's all good everybody eats we're cool then i see some kids piling in so i think it was like the party was going to be happening in like an hour from now, sure. I mean, you couldn't let me just sit and eat a 10-minute meal? Like, it didn't take as long. I swear to God. Bro. This shit tastes good. This is going to be done with anyway. It's going to be so. done. We were, we were done at 15. Like, bro, <laughs> we try to go. But, yeah, let Cindy play on the play place. And, you know, so I wanted to play with some arcade shit. But, honestly, I just felt filthy in the entire... Because you could tell everything was sticky. And there's children everywhere screaming. And I'm just like, I don't want to even touch my face because... Everything is disgusting. I didn't want to touch the handlebars. Like, I know you're not wiping any of this shit down. So, man, good God. If you didn't care that the table was dirty, you can only imagine what the rest of the restaurant was. That's what I'm saying. I didn't want to use the bathroom there. I was like, fuck this shit. Oh, my God. But that was fine. Got through all that. Got to the hotel. Hotel is actually very nice. You know, a couple pools. Fucking arcade. We didn't even hit the arcade. I just realized that. God damn it. I should have bust my kid's ass in the arcade. That's actually sad. I know, right? That's my duty as a father. I'm wearing a video game shirt right now that I got out there. Like, how did I not go to the arcade? But, you know, basketball court, all that shit. They had all the works there. It was a really nice hotel. Yeah. Shout out to them. You know, you know, kind of nice little Florida area. We oh. had a nice secluded area, too. So not a lot of noise around. And... So it was like a resort? You know what? They charge you resort fees, but I didn't mm -hmm. think it was one. <laughs> was, I mean, oh, really? Compared to all the other resorts in that area, which all belong to Disney, I'm like, this is like the Ramada. I didn't think that was resort style, but I guess it was. It's fine. I have no complaints about the place. It was a really nice location for us to be in. It was close to everything. So I think we went to CVS more than I've been in my entire life, just trying to get like basic needs and shit. So it was a nice location. I can't even complain about it. And my number one thing, and this is a, this is a me thing. I don't know where it came from, but I only feel... Like, I'm on vacation. Like, true vacation. I could actually relax. Is if the hotel I'm staying in has the game show network. <laughs> yes. If it doesn't have GSN, I'm not happy. I need my family feud. I need my $1,000 pyramid. All that shit. I love when there's just game shows on. Game shows are my fucking favorite. And that network always makes me happy when I'm on vacation. So I fucking, that's the first thing I did when we got to the hotel was turn on and check for the game show network. And the shit was on there. That was the only thing we watched the entire time. <laughs> the game show network. Fucking so, love it, dude. So your kids watched it too? Like, Oh yeah. Everybody gets into it. Dude, there's, I'm telling you, that's, 
as a as a husband and a father, that's like I don't know why. It's my zen. It's my it's my happy place. Is sitting there drinking whiskey with my wife, watching Steve Harvey on Family Feud because that that is gives you conversation all the time. Everyone participates. It's always fun. Like how do you how are you sad watching game shows? Very true. Very true. Right. So that's very you true. You can't. Um, wow. So that was great. Second day. Uh, ended up going to this cool place that had some go karts. I actually wanted to take the kids there. They got to feed some fucking alligators. That was fucking oh, dope. That blew their minds so a little cool. bit, you know. Did they and get to eat the alligators? No, there was a couple of spots where you could though, and I was like, oh, I don't know. You, if gotta, getting, uh, you gotta try. You gotta try. I don't know if we're getting that Floridian just yet, but hey, there, you got to. You got to. I, I thought about it. I I don't think I've ever had gator before, but like, there's a part of me that was like. Maybe, maybe, but we'll see. But that shit was crazy because you have to take like there's so many tolls everywhere in Florida, Man. especially in our area. So like they they always tell you they try to get you to get like the little the sun pass, the, the pass, pass yep. the pass, you know. So I'm going around and said, you know, I'm not gonna get the sun pass from the fucking car rental place, but we'll just go buy one. It's like five bucks, and I'll just put some money on there. Cool. So I go to the fucking gas station and ask the gas attendant for a sun pass, and he goes, "What's that?" And I go, "You know, like the." The toll pass that you use to pay for your tolls in the in the area you work in. How do you not know what a fucking sun pass is? And he goes, "I have no idea what the fuck that is." And I go, "Okay." And so I left, went across the street, back to the fucking CVS, asked the same fucking question. Do you guys have a sun pass? They go, "Oh yeah, right here." And I go, "How did the did I get gaslit at a gas station? <laughs> how do you live there? Maybe the and I was like, maybe the guy doesn't even live there." But I'm like, "How are you working at a gas station in the middle of this city?" I know it takes you tolls to get here. Are you just paying that shit by cash every day? I I was like pissed off. Like I was like, whatever. Dude. That seemed a little <laughs> sketch. He didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. In the same fucking area. But I digress. The dude at the fucking uh, go-kart alligator feeding area, I think he was giving my wife the eye. Mm. A little bit. You, you know the eye. Mm -hmm. And it's always those dudes who like, if the two of us are standing there and she's talking to him and I'm talking to him, he's not making eye contact with me. Exactly. He's only looking. He's only looking at her, and so exactly. I, and she didn't pick up on that. But I kind of we went outside, and I was like, I think he was flirting with you a little bit. I think he even tried throwing in like a few <laughs> like extra like pieces of candy because you know you get the the tickets and you win the mm -hmm. prizes mm -hmm. and you, you know you all that kind of shit. So I think he was kind of saying we had more than we actually had earned in mm. order to appease my wife. So I kind of looked at him like I see you, but I'm not going to jail in Florida. Like just just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the eye. Mm -hmm. she's, like, she's like, no, no. And I'm like, oh yeah. Any guy knows that eye, motherfucker. Mm. Damn. <laughs> yeah, they're a little bold in Florida for my taste. Oh no, I know. So I was one time I was down there in Miami too. Oh, we're walking down the street, and um, there's a there's a female in our in our group. I'm not gonna get yeah. too many details. But sure. <laughs> there, was a, there was a female in our group that was wearing a shirt that was rather revealing. And the female wasn't wearing a bra, right? Ah, it's Miami. So I don't blame her. So, dude comes up right up to her. You know what I'm saying? We're walking down the street downtown, and he goes, "Oh, <laughs> right in the X middle of her, of her cleavage, just wow!" And walked away. I'm like, "Hey, yo, oh. I, I fuck with you, but you can't do that shit, bro." <laughs> that is a bold strategy. You, oh, I man. fuck with you, but I don't fuck with you. <laughs> I mean, he took a shot. Maybe that would work. Take a shot. 
But wow. I, I hear you. That That's Florida. I, I hear you. And hold, I don't know why it's fucking cold in here. Let me grab a hoodie real quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's going to take two seconds. I just got to reach over here. I got you. It's pretty cold. Pretty cold. So, third day, I was like, let's take him to Cocoa Beach. Let's see the fucking ocean, because that's what we came here to do. So, about an hour drive away from our hotel, so not bad. Although, Florida drivers, y'all fucking crazy. <laughs> Woo! I thought Chicago was bad. Florida, they don't give a oh, yeah. fuck. I they think, don't um, care. I think Florida and Minnesota are up there for worst drivers in the world. I'm not going to lie to you. People don't know that about Minnesota, but you are absolutely right. Minnesota drivers are nuts, too. Fucking stupid. And, they either drive too fucking fast or too fucking slow. Yes. Minnesota drivers are like that because they overcompensate thinking that their trucks are always built for that cold weather, so they're invincible in that shit. And it's like, no, they're still the same kind of tires, bro. Like, you're gonna go sliding if you go too nuts. Yeah. Florida, they're Real just shit. the opposite. They just whipping around. They don't whip, whip, whip. whip. Like, whipping fucking whipping. Willow Smith. <laughs> mm-hmm. I swear. Yeah, yeah. So, we got out there, and we got to Cocoa Beach, stopped at the Ron John Surf Shop. That's where I got this fucking fly-ass hat from. Little hey. Ladies, hey. Wore this shit the rest of the trip. Shout out to the Ron John <laughs> Surf Shop. That place is fucking dope. I don't even surf, but that's a that stylish-ass place. I'll sure look like I surf after you leave Ron John and shit. <laughs> I do want Man. to publicly apologize to the Ron John Surf Shop, though, because when we got there, I demolished their toilet. So sorry. So Damn. sorry. Hey. If you're looking for the culprit, that, it was me. You gotta bless it somehow, man. You, you gotta bless Florida in any type of way. And, I, you know, you, I blessed you the whole state. They gave back to you, so. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was, oof. I, yeah. Blessed. I didn't really work out that much while I was out there, but that one felt like I did. So, Jesus Christ, man. But that was cool. We got the kids out to the ocean. Got a video of that shit. They lost their fucking minds seeing the ocean, jumping in, playing with the sand. There was some dude out there. As soon as we got into the water, he's like helping another girl surf and shit. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he gives me this fucking like this look like a like, hey, he points at his surfboard. And I'm thinking like he's asking if my kids want to learn how to surf. And mind you, we've been there for two whole minutes. So I was kind of like, who the fuck are you? Like, no, we're good. Like, they're eight and ten. It's fine. Like, thanks for offering. So I just gave one of those, like, no, we're good. Cool. And he kind of makes other motions at me, like pointing at the surfboard. Like he looks at the wife. And I'm like, are you asking her to surf? Like, like what the fuck's going on? No, it turns out we're just in the fucking way of him giving a surf lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? You don't have a sign up or some markings. Or a buoy, you know, mark, you know, roping off the area which you're teaching people to surf. And I'm looking down, there's like three other teachers out there. So I'm like, okay, maybe put a sign up saying this is the designated surfing area for students. That would be cool. That'd be cool. So I almost fucking got into a fight with that dude as soon as I realized <laughs> it. And we kept kind of getting in his way a little bit. But it's like, dude, it's the ocean. We're all moving back and forth. So maybe try to say something next time. I look around, there's like one cone put up i guess i'm supposed to know that's the surfing symbol sure something you just never know as a midwesterner yeah if they don't specify it's like fuck right isn't the ocean big enough for all of us motherfucker any that shit <laughs> i almost knocked that dude out. i was like motherfucker don't start with me so after that went to little uh tiki hut grabbed a beer seemed a little sketch a little dirty but i was like all right that's cool and then i googled it 
and the reviews were awful and people were saying the place was racist while I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, we've made a terrible mistake. So I instantly was like, let's have one beer, get maybe one appetizer. Let's get the fuck out of here because I ain't getting stabbed in Florida, not in by the ocean either. That's like a nightmare for me. Fuck that. (laughs) So we got out of there, got some ice cream at another place. Great time there. Fourth day before we left. Day before we left, Sully got violently sick again. And mm. that was pretty much hotel for most of the day. Let him kind of sleep it off. I still don't know what the fuck happened to him, but he's fine now, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. <laughs> then he rallied about 5 p.m. We ended up going to like Disney Springs, which is like the shopping area outside of Disney. So you can mm-hmm. walk around there. Again, shit was like fucking 96. So I am just sweating profusely everywhere we go. Oh, my God. The humidity is fucking brutal, dude. It must have been great. It was brutal. That's we, right. Again, that's, yeah, you are the kind that would be like, I'm home, motherfucker. Me, yeah. I'm like, I came back to this climate like, oh, breeze. Thank God. <laughs> Some kind of cool anything. So we, I toughed that out, too. Kids had a great time there as well. Ended up flying back uh, yesterday. Like, I messaged you, dude. Fucking, like, five delays. Is it's insane. That's nuts. You guys got delayed on the way to and going and coming, going and coming, bro. Like multiple Pause. times. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you could catch me on that one. <laughs> multiple times. Multiple, multiple times. times. Multiple times. But just the Orlando airport itself, fucking insane. Like we're standing in line to check our bags and shit, and people are like jumping the line. There's like an old lady who just cuts right to the front. And then they turn her ass back because she's like, well, what? like she has no idea what the protocol is for checking a bag. So oh. she tries to just walk right up to the counter and like ask some questions. They just was like, no, like we don't, they don't acknowledge you unless it's your turn. No. So yeah. She learned the fucking hard way. That shit was crazy. Even when we're sitting down at our terminal and shit, like there was a dude who was like across from us in a fucking. <laughs> He had a full ass like body brace on. Like if he had like a severe back injury. So I'm like, that's gonna be a shitty play right for you. But he was saving the seat for his wife right next to him. And some black dude came up and sat right in her seat. And he goes like, uh, I- I'm saving this for my wife. And I shit you not, that dude looked right at the old man, was like, She's not sitting here now, is she? <laughs> Bro, I took my earbuds out slowly. It was like Oh, are we gonna see like some Florida shit happen? Because, oh my god! And then like the old man kind of looked like I, I'm sorry, it's just my wife. She ran to the bathroom, and the dude like got up after a solid like two minutes of arguing with the guy. But I'm like, how are you arguing with this old man about his wife's seat? Like, how are you in the right? <laughs> I mean, that only ends one way. I mean, shit, he's not wrong either. Where's she at? <laughs> Her shit was under the seat, bro. That shit, damn. <laughs> that shit is fucking stupid. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe the audacity. That's some shit you'll see on, like, a, a fucking Instagram reel. Yes. <laughs> I literally looked at Rachel. I was like, we're going to be on TMZ. Like, this is how it happens. We're watching it right now. So it, <laughs> it, it, it fortunately diffused itself. But there was a moment where I'm like, not only am I delayed, I'm going to be on the news. This dude's about yeah. to be taking the fuck out. <laughs> You're a fucking eyewitness. <laughs> right right at the scene of the crime. I was ground zero right there. <laughs> that shit was crazy. And then, yeah, on the flight home, 
it was already delayed, and then we were about maybe an hour outside of Chicago, and they're like, oh, there's thunderstorms, so we're not going to be able to land on time. So we fucking were circling the air above Midway for like another hour and a half, an extra hour and a half. Just circling Midway? Just circling, waiting for the thunderstorms to kind of move so we can land safely. Wait, so, were your ears popping like crazy? Oh, always. God, yeah. Mm. You know, you, thought, you, you chew the gum. You always chew gum on a plane. I always do that. That's it. Doesn't really it work. Doesn't do much. It helped a little, but my shit was just like everything sounded like a fucking echo. So the fucking pilot is making announcements, and all I can hear is yep. I'm like, what do he say? I can't hear a goddamn thing. So that w- that was fucking great. After all those delays, we finally got home at like 7 p.m. when we should have been home at like two. That was pretty fucking cool. Hence why we were recording on a Thursday instead of the Wednesday like we normally do, folks. So, yeah. Even after all that, all in all, great fucking trip. Very relaxing. We all had a great time. And I got some cool swag for it. That's all you can really That's ask for. Up. That's it was, what's up, pretty great. Seems like it a pretty chill family trip, man. Seems we like, a, seems like um, you had your own Soul Plane rendition. <laughs> That's funny. I literally thought about Soul Plane when I was on the plane. <laughs> Great like, movie. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, did the soul plane ever get turbulence? The soul plane have to get delayed? No. They say fuck it and go right through the thunderstorm. So yeah. where are we at? What's up? What the fuck? Anyway. Man, you yes. ain't have Snoop you ain't have Snoop driving that bitch, so that that's the mistake. You should <laughs> always have Snoop. At least as a co pilot. Like <laughs> at least. At least. Keeps it entertaining, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking have strippers on the plane and shit, man. Right. Although I couldn't bring my kids to that shit, so that would change yeah. the whole trip. If we were going to Miami, then yes, you get on the soul plane. Hey, but there were there were kids on the soul plane. Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> they didn't belong there, though. That wasn't that's not a good thing. Like, <laughs> hey man. You don't pick your pilot, you just pick your flight. That's you you're absolutely yeah. true. That's absolutely right. Yeah. But anyway, sir, how was your weekend? Man, so uh you remember how I told you last week that I was in Minnesota and there was this girl that I wanted to meet for the first time, but she went down south? That's right. So she texted me back. Mm. And so we're exchanging text messages. And I'm like, oh, you know, Hitmonchan and Venusaur? Those are my two cousins. <laughs> <laughs> She's nice. like, oh, yeah, those are the homies. Uh, we're actually going tubing this weekend. I'm a, I'll talk to them about you. And I was like, oh, oh for She's like, yeah, actually, you could come through. And she sent me this emoji. And it was that moment where I said, you know what, that I ain't going camping no more. Oh, I just, <laughs> I, I, I had a change of heart. You know what I'm saying? Switch like, it up. Uh, uh, I just don't want to go no more. I, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled the sick card? Yeah. I, I, I pulled a stomach. stomach. <laughs> my stomach hurts. Uh, my spinal. Uh, spinal. My, sho- my shoulder string. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Uh, Nice. And so, and so I made that. I made that pivot to the <laughs> land of the sins. Oh, to the man. land of the sins. You stay out there, man. It's my second home. Everybody's yeah, asking man. me like when I'm moving up and shit, and I'm like, damn, chill. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, so yeah, so I pull up to Hit Montana and Venusaur's uh Venusaur's crib. They live together. Shout out to nice. Them. Um, and uh, you know, we're chilling in uh. I call her over. Let's call her Flareon. I haven't given her a name yet. Let's All right. All right. So I hit Flareon up like, hey, what you want tonight? She was like, um, shit, I just got off work. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, I'm like, shit, you trying to smoke? Pull up. So she pulled up. We smoked. 
You know what I'm saying? We chilled. It was, that was our first time meeting each other. And my first impression of her was, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Got this Kawhi laugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> that the Kawhi laugh can mean like a hundred different things though. <laughs> First impression was uh I didn't know what to make of it, to be quite honest with you. Because okay. damn, she gonna see this and she gonna hate me for this. I don't give a fuck. I'm being real. I am I'm, I'm being real. So As always. First and foremost, she was she was a little shorter than I expected, which ain't a big deal. But okay. I sh- I thought she was gonna be a little taller. But you sure. know, girls they good with them angles, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. The yeah, lighting and shit. Like, yeah, fucking, fucking makeup, <laughs> filters <laughs> and shit. Oh yeah, yeah we see yeah. you out there. <laughs> it's okay, we ain't hating, but we we just, right. we just saying it is what anyway, it is. Um, her voice was um, her voice threw me off a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, her voice isn't annoying. I'm not saying her voice is annoying. I'm not saying okay. that. <laughs> but I didn't think she was gonna sound like that in a good way but, or a bad way. I'll leave that up to y'all to decide. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Shit, I just farted. <laughs> That's even worse sign. Like, what? Man. So, anyway, night ends. I sent her off. But, okay, before I go, but she she looks like her pictures, though. You know what I'm saying? She, she She's actually very pretty. I'll, I'll show you good. a picture of her. I'll show I you a picture of her after you tell me. Perfect. Um, perfect. So, we go tubing, right? The next day, we go tubing. Sure. Um... And my fucking cousin hit my chance so stupid. So we have to take a fucking shuttle bus to get to the little lake creek oh, sure. or whatever that yeah. we're going to go tubing at. And so um, I get on the bus, right? And I sit by myself. And then she gets on the bus and she's about to sit next to one of her girls. And my cousin hit my chance is like, oh, you ain't finna sit next to Charizard? Which is me. Uh, <laughs> he's one of those types. Yeah, in front of the whole bus. I'm like, damn, bro. Here we go. All right, man. So, man. I'm like, right, this is the type of trip it's going to be. All right, bet. So, boom, <laughs> you know, we over there getting lit, you know, boom, drinking and shit. Uh, and uh, I remember we stopped halfway to get a glizzy. Oh, sure. Because they had a little hot dog stand halfway. So, we all stopped and we all got a glizzy. Ooh, shit, I keep farting. Oh, my God. Oh, my it's God. It's probably them oh, coming back as soon as you say glizzy. Yep. <laughs> yep, that glizzy. My stomach felt that shit. Uh-huh. But then when we got back on, so we stopped halfway. And we when we got back on, uh, we got split up. Okay. So, she's sitting on one end and I'm sitting on the other end, like this. Yeah. Okay. So as we're fucking tubing and shit, floating on the water. <laughs> oh yeah, tubing's dope. She's making, she's making fucking faces at me, and I'm like, oh, it's like that. So I'm doing it back, you know, saying, playing my role, having fun, whatever, whatever. Because she got another boyfriend. Oh, here we go. No, no, Why I mean, no got it, boyfriends. It's, no, it's, it's an inside joke between me and her because I know okay, she's gonna okay. watch. It. I know she's gonna watch. She don't listen. That kind, I got you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, she makes her way back like sure. to where I am. I forgot how. We were kind of drunk. but <laughs> <laughs> So, now she's like in front of me, though. Okay. And not like on the side of me, because before we were sitting like this, and now we're sitting like face-to-face like this. Sure. And I don't know, we just throwing them back, throwing them back, throwing them back. White As you should. White claw, you know what I'm saying? White claws. <laughs> <laughs> Getting white girl wasted. Those, those are the fucking worst, because they creep up on you when you least expect it. Exactly. And you're like, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Oh shit. That's the right. I can't, I can't I can't walk. <laughs> Go on that ride. <laughs> yeah. Fucking white claw. And so, you know, she turns around and you know, we start fooling around with uh you know what I'm saying? Start fooling around. Sure. And then she starts like dry humping me like through the water, like underwater. Oh. Yeah. We're all the way in the back, so no one really sees. 
I'm looking around. I'm, okay, shit. We about to get off, though. Boom. So we got off. And she's like, wait. She's, yeah, you are. That <laughs> 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 was wide open, dude. <laughs> uh, that count it. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And she's like, hey, you riding back with Venus or Hit Montana? And I'm like, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with you later. She was like, oh, no. Can you ride with me? Mm. I was like. But so you know, we went back to her crib. You know what I'm saying? We got back, and uh, you know, we just slept. We we took a long nap. A long nap. We took a long nap, and then um, hold on, reading my note. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we took a long, gotta, long nap. Gotta run the and, play uh, back. And then, <laughs> and then we woke up from the nap, and it was it was around like eleven, ten, somewhere around. Sure, there. sure, sure. Um, and we're like, oh shit, we're supposed to go pick up some bud. Oh, you forgot yeah. that. <laughs> Forgot that. Yeah, so we go and boom, we go smoke up with my guys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Got to take care of business. Got to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And she she drove me the whole way, and I'm like, damn, okay, cool. That's nice. Um, yeah. The next morning, though, this is when it gets a little, like, eventful. Okay. So I, I, had, some, I had some things to do in the morning. I had to go meet up with my mom. Mm. Um, I had to do this and that and third. So sure. she took me to go see my mom, right? Nice. And so I get out there, you know. And I'm like, hey, mom, I'm here. Woo, woo. My mom comes out. And my mom's like, where's she at? Where's she at? Ooh. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. Wait, wait, wait. I just said, I said, my friend, what, what you saying? Where's she at for? Oh, your mom knows. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. I know it's a girl. I know it's a girl. Where is she? Wait, which car is it? Mm. Is it that one? Because that one's on. That car's still on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. Go get her. <laughs> and I'm like, well, ain't you shit about it no more. Yo ass shit out of luck. <laughs> Come on, man. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> we walk right over there. <laughs> you hold her hand all the way back over. Hell yeah, we walk this right over there. This is my mommy. This is my motherfucking friend. <laughs> uh-huh. This is my friend, uh, Flareon. Right. I could tell my mom. <laughs> mm. Now check this out. I could tell my mom was not impressed. <laughs> oh, no. She never will be. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. One, we just woke up. Sure. So you're so she saw she saw the bedhead on that girl. Uh-huh. On Flareon. And on top of that, her hair is blonde. Oh. Yeah. So you know, I know your like, mom don't like that shit. You know, she you know, very traditional Hmong woman in a sense. Yeah. Although she's very American. Huh? So she she likes, you know, that natural hair color. You know, she mama don't even like my hair. So mama don't like my hair. She <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mama doesn't like my hair either. I get it. I can talk about that. <laughs> no, though, that doesn't even make sense. They, they make the rules, bro. They, they gave the birth, they make the rules. That's, they gave the birth. That's the how birth it goes. We can't do anything about it. <laughs> so, and on top of that, so the girl was, she was headlighting. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Boom. Yep. 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 Right. <laughs> Boom. And I, my mom up and down her, how she do all everyone that I ever introduce her to yep up down i could tell she wasn't impressed <laughs> right <She's> like, <laughs> i already know what's going on her her mind she and her mind like oh, oh, oh hell yeah when she starts i know she's thinking when she my mom starts talking in my language because she don't really talk in my language that's when she really mad it's serious uh, mm, that's when it's real serious yeah <laughs> anyway so yeah, that was cool and then um we actually went on a date Really? After all that? Yeah. You did like, this shit all backwards. <laughs> it's crazy, like right? You ended with the day. You started with, like, everything yeah. up to the day. Like, that was, that's nuts. 
So we go on this fucking date, hmm? and um, I'm doing a lot of talking. Okay. And, you know, I'm learning a little bit about her. And I actually, I studied her like a fucking book before I even, like, DM'd her. Oh, okay. So I, already, I already knew a lot of stuff. I was just waiting for her to open up. Sure. On some toxic shit, I guess you could say. I don't know. I was going to do some research. At yeah, least a little um, bit. But, um, yeah. Uh, dude, but that, that date kind of, like, brought a red flag to my, um, uh, 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 to my brain, I guess you could say. Sure. Red flag. But, <laughs> it's like, you know, she's a very nice girl. I know that she'll, you know what I'm saying? I know she'll treat me right. I know she'll, you know what I'm saying? Love me, I guess you could say. So, solid girl. That. Sure. So, yeah, she definitely is. And I know she's pretty. Yeah. But I don't know. What? I don't know if I can tap into her mentally and spiritually the way I want to. You know what I mean? Mm. Elaborate. We have, how should I say this? All right. So, you know how with sports, right? We'll, we'll say it like this so the listeners can kind of understand. You know, with sports, like I like to get down to every little detail. Like, how, oh, yeah. he, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we were talking about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, like, what move set up? Why are they doing this move type shit? Like, yes. Why are they tweening this way? Why are they jab that way first? You're a nuts like and bolts get, guy for sure. Yes. You know, I like to know every little detail and I like to get down to every little detail. I want to know every little detail about you. Right. And I want you to think about the world the same way so we can have these intimate conversations exactly you know? and i don't think she views the world in that like not even the same way i do but mm. to the nuts and bolts like you said that i do. right just she's very surface level you're saying yes but i don't want to say that in a bad way because she's not no. like, stupid yeah she's not like stupid as fuck man. no not it's at not, all some and i say surface level meaning like those things don't necessarily bother her to learn deeper about anything like that or about how the way sure. the world works sure or even just about whatever yeah you know because it, it could be about fuck anything anything just even <clears throat> movies or music and she just kind of yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah i feel yeah, that that's not bad it's just a different way of living yeah and um i don't know how i would do with that long term i feel that um i don't like she's gonna fucking hear this shit so <laughs> uh you know so like i don't like i don't want to say this in a bad way but i might feel like unfulfilled in the long I get run. That. You know? I but, absolutely understand that. But like I said, that's just all first impressions. You know sure. I mean? Sure. Um like long story short, I had a good time. That's good. Um like she she's a cool person. I like who she is. And, like we'll see where it goes, I guess, but Oh, so it's gonna continue from here, huh? Yeah, Possibly. like we, we we still we still we still text. Yeah. Um That's a good thing. Talk. Yeah. We actually were on the phone yesterday. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we were so, on the phone for the red flag wasn't enough to disqualify her like it has for some other girls you've dated. It was, I'd say it was more like a yellow flag. Yellow flag. That's fair. Yellow flag than a red flag. Yeah, you Sometimes know what I'm like, that takes time to peel back yeah. those layers and see what's deeper. You, you never that's, really know. That's why I'm holding off because it's like, I know she's a good person, you know? All right. Well, maybe she just ain't tapped in yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe I'm supposed to trigger her tapping in and then she don't, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it might be a subject matter as well. Like, if you're talking about just anything, like, there might be oh. certain things that she digs deeper into than you would. Like, sure. you never really know. I forgot to mention this, and I just oh, yeah. remember this. Um, the, one of the instances that kind of influenced that yellow flag yeah. was when she first came over and I first um, had a conversation with her. Okay. Uh, we were talking about something, and I asked her a question. I can't remember what it was, but it was very simple. 
I remember, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I, I remember we we eventually talked about like fucking something simple like movies or something because we were looking sure. for a lot. Yeah. And it was something very simple. And she was like, you know what? I can't think like that right now. And I'm like, <laughs> about picking what? a movie? <laughs> I, I, I forgot what it was. It was something very, I asked her what her favorite something was. Hmm. But I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I asked her something about her. Can I like, ask, I were you guys like stoned during this time? No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um, I was gonna say because if you were, I would give her an out for that one because <laughs> that's uh, that's a little different. We, we weren't we weren't stoned, but we smoked. Okay, so, so you know what I'm maybe saying? Like benefit the doubt is what I'm saying. Possibly, possibly. You know what I'm saying? Like possibly, like, possibly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you I'm... had a good time, though, I mean that's really all that matters. Sometimes it's all it's going to be is a good time, and sometimes you yeah, dig yeah, back yeah. and get a little deeper with her. You know? It's... No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Because uh oh, because I think she's actually like really likes me. I think like yeah, like <laughs> well, you you have said that in the past that sometimes they they kind of dig you way more than you dig them. Um, and the first time, and I'm not saying that like in a bad. Well, it kind of. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not good. But it's just like it, that it's happens though. Take, it's something to take notice of, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like my, my friends were telling me too, like yeah, bro, she seems like she's really into you. It's that you know, a bad thing. And I'm like, damn, it's like I'm I'm stuck in a position now where it's like, like what if what if I end up hurting her feelings too? Oh, so, you're doing like, it again? No, no, no. Like not in that <laughs> way. But it's like, what if what if what she wants is a little too much for me right now? You know, mm -hmm. like what if she's already looking to 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 become something farther down ahead when it comes to my vision of what I see. You know what I mean? Let let me counter with a question. Actually two questions. Is she of age as an adult? Yeah, so we are actually very close in age. Cool. Um, so she'll be I'm not gonna say her age, but we are very close in age. Also, did she point blank tell you that she is that into you? She called me baby. Okay. Um and um, she didn't really blatant, blatantly tell me, but man, it's a vibe, you, it's a vibe. You, it's like she didn't tell me directly, but she told me indirectly. Sure. You know, my point is this: the the things you're worried about that you have mentioned on this pod before, where you you feel that you don't want to hurt somebody and that they might get too attached, and that there are these red flags and yellow flags and green flags. It doesn't <laughs> matter what the girl is. the The point I'm making is these are still grown women, dude. I wouldn't worry so much about like what could happen or how they might feel or if they're in it more than you are. Like if they are, that's their choice. It doesn't necessarily disqualify the relationship or the beginning of whatever the hell you guys are going to call this thing. But like you, you can't like put the walls up just because you're afraid she's already too much into you. That isn't always a bad thing. If it's me, I would rather have a person who's into me than not into me. Like, like Rachel, mm -hmm. like, I will, mm. I, I've been with Rachel for, you know, almost 13 years now. So, like, I will talk Rachel's ear off about Marvel movies and fucking, like, it just, you know, stupid shit that she does not give a shit about. But it's not like she disqualifies me for it. It's not like she, like, belittles me, like, that's stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so there are most of the times where I'm probably way more into Rachel than she ever is into me. But we're married. That's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I was like that when we were first dating, too. There's oh, always, yeah. I, I always said, there's, it's never going to be 50-50. There's never a situation where you are 50%, 50%, and both of you are equally as into the other person as the other person is. It's never like that. There's always going to be an imbalance. 
but it shouldn't scare you all the time. It shouldn't make you put the walls up and put, especially for someone like you who wants something worthwhile and something serious and you want to find that connection. Like, you're right. Give it a chance sometimes. I do. I do. But like, I want to feel like, man, maybe this is, maybe this is my red flag because I want to feel like you're chasing me just as much as I'm chasing you. Sure. You're not chasing me more than I'm chasing you and, you know, vice versa. Absolutely. I get that. That's what makes this shit fun and exciting. You know, like, I don't want you to, I'm not saying she is. Well, maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean, though. But it's like, I, I don't I don't want you to push all your chips on the table. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want, want the chase to, to be over that, that quickly. Yeah, I want you to throw a little, see what I do, throw a little. Yeah. I'll counter, you throw, you know Vegas what I'm style, Vegas style, you know? Yeah, yeah. House wins like, sometimes, you win sometimes. I get that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to run my game, you can run your game. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes this shit fun. You know right. what I'm saying? But... I, but I think look at the girl. I, yeah. But I look at the girl like, from a few episodes ago where you were so into her right away. And look what happened. She had a boyfriend. No. She was trifling and shit. Like, hey, but hey, I did say uh, something a little weird, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. What I now? Did say something a little weird, man. Something a little weird. <laughs> so you, yes, you had some flags up and you were like, no, yeah. I know what you're saying. But the way you spoke about her was like, you were dumbstruck when you found this girl. So, like, and it turned out to be a disaster. So all I'm saying is <laughs> the same wavelength of that. Don't just don't start putting those walls up yet, dude. Especially if you're still talking to her. You had a great time. Like some of that shit is an adjustment. Some of that stuff you have to find out like as you go. If you're looking for that that movie, like love not oh, love at no. first sight, but like, you no. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that challenging that. woman you've been waiting for to walk into your life and she's the you know the full package right away. Like that's not, you have to unwrap the present to find the gift, right? Sometimes you gotta do a little more unwrapping. And this is what I'm trying to tell you though. Like, I don't want to waste time finding out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, I feel you. Cause but I'm that's how it works of, though. I'm, yeah. I'm just tired of wasting time of like, you're not you that know, old man. You're like, not that no, old. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. I'm okay. tired of wasting time just to find out that is not it. You know? I got you. Because there's a lot of energy that goes into that. Oh, yeah. You preach to the choir. So it's like, what if, what if, okay, theoretically speaking, what if I go and pursue her? And I was right. Like, I was right all along. Um, everything I said about her not being able to fucking tap in the way I'd want to tap in type shit, you know? Like, I feel you. Well, it's true then fuck, like, I really don't want nothing to do with her. And then now she's stuck with feelings that she's stuck feeling like I let her on because, you know, I, brought her along this far just to tell her uh, yeah i was right you're, you're not it you know what i, I would, mean absolutely i would argue that a difference between like you figuring that out after a month versus four years and i think hey. the four-year <laughs> thing and to be quite blunt about it that four-year thing i think really fucked you up i think it did the four-year <laughs> four thing you know what i mean like when you put all the time no one wants to feel like they're wasting time when you invest in another person you're you're sacrificing a lot. You're, especially, Shit, you're, I'm all in. I'll be all you're in. All yeah. in. You know, in four yeah. years, yeah, you're you're all the fuck the way in. But like, yeah. the 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 phrase I always come up, I always try to bring up is nothing ventured, nothing. The, I think that fear of wasting time is still clouding your judgment for just even starting the game. And it's like, mm. I and you know, yes, I have been cheated on. We've been, we talked about that in the past. I've had bad relationships. They've all ended terribly. Like. 
I am someone who was a skeptic about this for years and years and years. Most of my life, I was a skeptic. I was a skeptic in yeah. fucking first grade yeah. when I got pushed in a pool party when I thought a girl liked me in first grade and shit. Like, I've always been a skeptic. So that's why I feel like I can, I can say that shit now looking back and going like, I had that same feeling. Nobody wants to waste time. But again, you're young, you're good looking, girls are clearly interested. At some point, it is going to click and you are going to find that one. But it never, 100% will never fucking happen if you don't try a few times. And I mean more than just the first date. It might be a month of seeing this girl and figuring out a couple extra things about her. And then you kind of call it quits. That's still a month. It's not a year. You're not on the clock here, sir. It's I think it's all in your head. And it's, it goes the same for women, too. Women who always think, like, oh, I have to find a man now. I have to get a baby now. Like, no, you don't. There's no fucking clock. Biologically, I know scientifically, yes, there's a clock. But when it comes down to it, people our age, even older than that, I don't think it's ever too late. And I don't think you're going to be wasting your time. I think exploring those relationships and figuring out what works for you and what doesn't work for you, I don't think it's a waste of time. I think that's a great investment in what is going to be your future wife. Because by the time you meet the one who's supposed to be the one, all that extra shit, no matter how long it took you, it's going to be figured out and it's going to be perfect. And everything you've been worrying about is going to be non-existent. And again, I only say it from experience because I had the exact same notions you did. I didn't want to waste time with anybody because I didn't feel like they were going to live up to my standard. I wasn't live up to their standard. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence in myself. You have way more confidence in yourself than I ever did. So again, <laughs> hey, that's all right. Because the right girl, is, I'm not saying she's going to accept your arrogance, but she's going to sand off those arrogant edges to where it works for her. That's what I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need like, that challenge. I get that. I need, I need that shit. And if it comes too easily and like if she just so passive just rolls over, let me get. Then it is what I it is. Want. And she's gone. You don't want that. All yeah. I'm saying is it is damn near impossible to figure out if a person's really like that in such a short amount of time. Uh, um, if, if it's all I'm saying is if she's got I enough you. of if she has enough green flags at the beginning, explore it a little bit more. If they're all red flags at the beginning, yeah, don't waste your fucking time. But if she's got a yeah. more green than red dude. Come on. You can you know give what? it a little more time. You're probably right. but I know I'm right. I'm married, dude. <laughs> and, on the, <laughs> and on the fucking flip side, she was telling me about how I was a walking red flag. Wow. See? <laughs> so you might be the one that's the problem in this one. She was you like, need to work on her, you know? She was like, she was like, yeah, you just look like a fuckboy. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, your hair. Your earrings. I'm like, just because you like the way it looks, just because you See? like the way it looks, then I'm a fuck. What the f it goes I mean, both ways. Maybe she's a red flag. I'm is she wrong? I mean, how much moisturizer do you use a day? I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. On my it hair, on my buns, or where? The fact that you even use it on your buns is a big red flag, <laughs> sir. Big red flag. So it goes both ways. Like, hey man, you got to butter the buns. You feel me? Always put butter on your bun. I... <laughs> oh, God, I'll never eat toast again. Um, that's all. You're going to be okay, man. But just don't be afraid to pursue a little bit further before you pump the brakes on this shit. If they have yeah. enough green flags. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To them, maybe you have all the red flags. And that's oh, something. I know I do. They might have an impression of you that you have to break through. So it's if it's worth it, I think you go for it, man. 
Oh yeah, I, I know I'm a, I'm a walking. What color is my shirt? That's the. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say anything about the symbolism of wearing a red shirt, but you know, yeah, but it is. It makes sense. Man. Yeah, we didn't even hit the music or welcome the audience or anything. We got right to the weekends. Man, we just got straight into it, man. Um, right into it. Well, we'll play the music here. One, two, three. And then we will welcome our audience back to the Bank Bro Show again because we're on summer vacation out here. It definitely feels like weeks are going by with, between our recordings, and it's still only been a week or so. So damn. it's only been one week. Yeah, but it's the middle it's of so July right now. Head. Like, what yeah. happened to the summer already? It's already half over. Mm. I like blinked and it was fucking gone. Man, so fucking weird. But anyway, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Well, we're glad you're back, folks. Thanks for giving us another shot. Hope you're enjoying the program so far. If you are just joining us now, go look at our other episodes, man. We got a lot in the tank now. We're getting some some momentum, momentum, as John Witherspoon used to say. Momentum. Momentum. And yeah, man, just keep on listening. We just we just want to hear everything that you have to say about this show and about us and everything that we can do better. So yeah, welcome back mm-hmm. to all of you guys. My name is Siege with my Florida hat on. That guy. I guess he's Ryan again. He's not Roberto like he was last Robert. week. <laughs> Still with the fresh braids. So we are very much in summer mode as we go. Same thing goes for sports. Summer mode for sports. Got a few things to talk about today, and including one really stupid news story that we'll get into in a second. But speaking of summer, NBA is running their summer league program as they do every mm-hmm. year. For those of you living under a rock, Summer League program is just where the new stars and some vets like to go back, play some ball over the summer, kind of work out the kinks, get some of those rough edges sanded off. You get to kind of take a look at the new draftees, see how they're Mm going to fit with the schemes, work out a few kinks, and and go from there. And normally, the NBA Summer League is not something I even remotely pay attention to. However, this year, we spoke about before, the number one draft pick, his name is Victor Wembanyama because he mm. is such a can't miss prospect. People were saying he was, you know, on the on par with LeBron coming into the league. So a lot of eyes on Wemby and his first summer league game. Now, again, I didn't watch it. I just heard news stories, and there was a, <laughs> a story going into the league that we'll talk about in a second. But all that being said, Wemby's first game wasn't great. <laughs> it's pretty fucking piss poor. For someone with his prospect star level that he was supposed to bring to the table. Now, again, we're talking summer league here. Who really gives a shit? The reason I wanted to bring it up to you today, sir, mostly was just because what happened around him. From what I saw in clips and what I read in stories, it just sounded like a mess overall when it comes to the coaching levels. The referees didn't half know what the hell the rules were. And Wemby ended up suffering for it. And no matter what people say... No, his profile isn't going to be messed up by any means necessary, but he only ended up with nine points, eight boards, three assists, and five blocks, and he went for two for 13 from the field. So just a really rough game, and he himself admitted he had no clue what the hell he was doing out there. 
So I wanted to yeah. get your thoughts on his first game and what are the things yeah. you might have saw in the summer league. Oh, <clears throat> well, we'll start with Wemby uh, since yeah. already there. Uh, so with Wemby, um, it's interesting because uh, I think he's still learning how to be a professional um, on on the NBA stage. Yeah, because being a professional on that French national stage. Is, is a little different. You're not going to have all that media coverage like you're going to have on the A level. You know, he was doing podcast appearances, interviews, pre-draft stuff. And then even when he got drafted, he was doing draft stuff. You know, yes. so there was just a lot going on. And so I think that contributed overall to his poor performance on the court, his first game. Uh, his head was probably not even on the game. He, he wasn't focused probably. Oh, we'll so get into that in a second. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, it, it's cool. Uh, in my opinion, like, I'm not going to fucking kill him for it. You know, he, he's a kid. He's 19, 18 years old, and he's still learning how to be a professional. I think um, he came out and really showed why he was the number one pick in that next game. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, because, I mean, he came out and he looked like the Wemby that we all know and love. You know, we, he was right. stopping on a dime, hitting jump shots, blocking shots, grabbing rebounds, playing very good defense. If, if all else fails, Wemby's going to be a first-team all-defensive player for a majority yes. of his career. If all else fails. Um, and that alone will bring him value and will get him paid probably more than Rudy Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably a certainty, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I also want to get into uh, another fact that you brought up, hmm. how he was, you know, being compared to LeBron and woo-woo-woo. This shows you that there are levels to this, and LeBron is a one-of-a-kind. Because LeBron, it didn't matter what the game was, didn't matter what was going on on or off the court. He showed up and he performed. Absolutely. And true. so I think we need to not hold Victor Wembanyama to that standard because, one, it's not fair to him because no. now we're placing unnecessary and all of our expectations on him that aren't really achievable. Because to say he's going to have a career like LeBron James is not fair. No, not even close. To, no, he's not going to to have that dominance for that long. I'm not expecting him to have that. No, um, and we've discussed that too. That it's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> no, we we need to temper our expectations a little bit. Um, but piggybacking off of Victor Wembanyama, I want to talk about other prospects too. Sure. To just show the world how deep this draft class is, because you got guys like Cam Whitmore mm-hmm. on the Houston Rockets. I want to talk about the Houston Rockets actually. <laughs> All right. Because they got, in my opinion, they got the best young core in the NBA. In my in my honest opinion. Uh, Cam Whitmore, like I said, from this draft, and Amin Thompson from this draft. Mm-hmm. Two amazing young players. I think Cam Whitmore slid to 20, and he should have went top yes, top 10 at least. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's going to be a great player in this league. Um, I think Jabari Smith looked very good, as expected, because he was a number two pick last year. Right. Um, so I'd say look out for the Rockets. I think with the newly added vets of Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet, they can make some noise, and I got them making the playoffs. This year. Mm, I can see that. Yes. They made a lot of good moves. Yes. Um, another young team that I would like to get into are my Detroit Pistons. <laughs> and a couple prospects we drafted this year, Asar Thompson and Marcus Sasser, they've been looking very good. Uh, Asar, he, he looks like a very good all-around player. He's been doing He's been doing everything that I expected him to do. He's been out there defending his ass off. He's looked athletic. He's been making plays. Marcus Sasser's been defending his ass off, too, hitting big-time shots. I'm excited about the future of our team because we can get out and run for the first time. We got bigs that, for some reason, uh, James Wiseman and Jalen Dern are out here shooting corner threes now. Um, (laughs) So 
and that's going to open up a lot for you know the guards on the fast break, whether they're throwing lobs or kicking it back out. Whatever they're doing, I think we're going to be a fun team to watch. I don't know if we're going to make the playoffs, but we're going to be fun to watch. So I'll tell you that. I kind of feel they're in the mix, honestly. Like, in the East, if everybody's healthy, yeah. Could be. Could be. Depends on Kate Cunningham, really. Kate Cunningham's healthy. We could get in as a playing team. I can see that. I think so. If the Bulls could do it, I know the fucking Pistons can. Oh, uh, but man, see, like, you guys have vets. Yeah, I prefer the youth right now. Vets are getting on my fucking nerves. <laughs> Hey, man. Don't let me get salty about it. You go with your Pistons, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, And one more thing. One more guy I want to get into. Yeah. Uh, Amani Bates. Some guy. Mm. Some kid that I've been watching closely since he was about 14, 15 years old. He's he, he was drafted in the second round of this NBA draft. And he's looking like the steal of this draft. He's been showcasing his range on his catch-and-shoot jumpers. Mm. He's been showcasing his shot making ability, and along with the shot making ability, his handle to get his own shot off in one dribble, two dribble pull up situations. Uh, he's been shown to hit tough step back threes from from range, like from yonder. You feel me? Uh, and he's been he's been playing very well in defense too. I remember um, I forgot who he blocked, but he's he's been getting a couple block shots, and I, I know a lot of people have been questioning his motor on defense, how it mm. comes and goes. Pause. <laughs> uh, but. For the most part, I think Amani Bates has been very active defensively. Um, not known as much of a two-way player as, say, Asar Thompson or Cam Whitmore, but can still defend in his own right. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of good young players out there still um, that have been playing well. Uh, what's his name? Anthony Black. That's one guy that's really stood out to me for the Orlando Magic. Uh, man, he looks like he's going to be a problem. He's like a 6'5". I don't know. All right, so for all my 2K players out there, he's like a 6'5", yellow-green pie chart. He... <laughs> He is, nice. I don't know, he's so fluid while being fancy. And the the ability to hit tough shots like a J.R. Smith. Mm. That's who he reminds me of when he's like creating his own shot. He reminds me of J.R. creating his own shot, but he plays a little different. Just when it comes to that aspect of his game, he reminds me of J.R. Smith. Because he can right. these crazy shots with the you know shot clock going down. I think he's going to be a very good player. And he might be the starting shooting guard for the Atlanta Magic. Mm. That'd be big. He might be, yeah. I, I'm I really like what I see from Anthony Black. Um was there anything I missed that you wanted to get into uh, as far as the summer league goes? No, that's really about it. The only thing I will bring up about Wemby, and if you gave me a bingo card for 2023, this shit would not have been on there. With all that said about his first game, his second game, and the the idea of the prospect star he brings into the league. So Wemby ended up in a an altercation. With Britney Spears. Now, I'm not sure if you heard this news, but this was about, I think, right before his first game, just about last week or so. Mm -hmm. So, apparently, at some point, I it might have been in Vegas. It might have been in San Antonio. Oh, no, it was Las Vegas. Excuse me. In Las Vegas. Vegas, Yeah. Apparently, Wemby was coming out of an area. Britney Spears ended up seeing him and was like, hey. And she went up to tap him on the shoulder. Apparently... One of Wimby, Wimby's uh, security guards apparently hauled off and cracked her in the face. Now, that's what the news article said was that she got struck by one of his security guards. And I guess the police investigated. Turns out none of that shit really happened. She kind of got nudged by security and hit herself in the face and knocked her own glasses off. But ever since then, Brittany has been going off on social media how she feels like a second-class citizen. Because she's not being heard 
that Wemby security guard might have hit her in the fucking face. And all I wanted to say was, Brittany, planet Earth loves you, but I don't think anyone is on your side on this one. This is a little ridiculous, especially for, like you said, somebody with all this pressure on him now. This is the first thing this man has been a part of, and it's an altercation with a pop star. Like, before he even touched the NBA basketball, we got this bullshit going on. And it's like, dude, security is supposed to stop people from touching their client. Exactly. They, they, they didn't look and go, oh, it's Britney. Wow. They didn't do no. any of that shit. Like, it They're was probably doing what they are getting paid to do. Exactly. But you're upset because they did their job. Be- and remind you, this is arguably the most legendary pop star of all time, at least in the last 30 fucking years. She has security where if they didn't do what his security did, she would be firing them. I'm not sure the disconnect here. That's all I wanted to say was, Brittany, no, I'm sorry. This, you're not in the right on this one. You don't walk up to dudes like that. Like, come on, man. Come on. Let the kid just ball. Man, they, they, can't, ever, they can't ever just let a young black man succeed right i wasn't even gonna play the black card but you're absolutely right and it's like no dude, I'm, like, i'll say it i'll say i know it. you'll say because <laughs> I, like, I see this from a third i see this from a third's eye view you know oh yeah yeah dude. so i'll i'll say absolutely. every time every time there's a young black man that's about to be successful catch him a bag change the whole lineage of his family yep what can we do to put him in the latest scandal in the news oh what can we do to jeopardize his reputation it took no time at all. And I'm sure everything There's is no going to be fine, but you could already tell. Nope. Especially now that he's been shut down for the rest of the summer league because he, he yep. clicked a couple things. So now this shit mm-hmm. is going to linger over yep. him the rest of the summer instead yeah. of focusing on his NBA debut. Like, really, dude? And you, and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up about Britney Spears because you just reminded me about something that I totally oh. forgot about. And I was going to speak about it on the show, but I didn't put it in my notes. Oh. um, Brandon Miller. Um, I don't know if you kept up with the pre-draft coverage, but a little bit. I'm going to, I'm gonna go ahead and call it one. This bitch, Malika Andrews. Oh God, <laughs> I fucking hate this bitch, Malika Andrews, bro. Oh no. So Brandon Miller, who went number two in the NBA draft. Yep. Um, you know, on his way to a bag, changed the fortune of his family for years to come. That's why they generational wealth right in his hands. Yes. Number two pick in the draft, right? She gonna go up there talk about some. And predicted to go number two in the NBA draft, Brandon Miller has been involved in a murder scandal. Oh. He was he was brought in um, as I, th- I think she said he was uh, in a an accomplice of a murder, a murderer or something like that. That's pretty bold to say by itself. Whatever the fuck it was, and this is the first <laughs> time she did this shit. She's done this shit over and over and over again. You can oh, start, just play a clip right here. I'm pretty sure the people know about it too. And that's why most wish she got fired. Instead of like Jalen Rose and instead of like yep. Todd McShay and the rest of those, Max Kellerman got fired. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I've had enough of people preying on the downfall of young black men. Mm. That shit got to stop. It happens way too easily. Way too easy. Just, it, it's happening faster, faster and faster. Yeah. Like these are, they're, they're barely even sniffing professional sports. Yes. Here you go. Right away. Scandal right away. You're not mm-hmm. wrong. You're not wrong, sir. Mm hmm. But we will kind of progress from there. A little bit lighter subject. Instead of, you know, murder, we'll talk about fighting, which we love mm. to talk about. Because UFC 290 happened this past Saturday. And I can honestly say, probably one of the best 
full cards I've ever seen. Top to bottom, all five main fights were bangers. It was mm-hmm. insane. I couldn't believe how good they were, especially with one being a last-minute sub. It still was dope. So, like, we yeah. will get into just the top five fights and, mm-hmm. and go from there. But I will start with quickly becoming a huge favorite, Bo Nickel facing Val Woodburn. That was the mm-hmm. opener. And if you mm-hmm. didn't see it, that's because it was over so fucking fast. Bo Nickel came in, and Val Woodburn was the last one to replacement. Mm-hmm. I, I will I will say that. Um, he was supposed to fight uh, Treshawn Gore. Ended up pulling at the last minute. Val Woodburn seven and one came in, still kind of relatively unknown, but I think it was at least physically a good matchup for Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel did not give two shits about Val Woodburn. He finished him in what I believe was like, was like thirty-eight seconds. Oh yep. yeah, no, no, no. it was guy. thirty-eight yeah. seconds. No, no, no. Other guys, yeah. And the only note I even wrote down is Bo Nickel is a fucking beast. He gave him it was one right hook. Left hook, left uppercut. It was over. And he walked away from Woodburn. I said, oh my god. Like, Nickel is a pretty much a can't-miss prospect now. He, he is 5-0 and now. But um, y'all better look out. <laughs> I I honestly feel a little differently about Bo Nickel. Really? Because you were praising him, like, quite a while ago. Can't you change your mind on him? I was praising uh, Drikus Duplessis. Oh, we'll get into him, too. He, he fought was, this night, too, but... I never, I don't remember being a big fan of Bo Nickel ever. Well, you taught me about Bo Nickel because you were telling me no, that he was like I knew who yeah. he was. Like, he, yeah, he was, you know, saying he's next up, but okay. I mean, so you thought it was not that great, huh? No, no, not really. Look, like I Bo mean, he should have won that fight. Don't get me wrong. He was a plus like twelve hundred or two, two plus two thousand. Yeah, uh, <laughs> overdog. Oh, yeah. Minus two thousand. I mean, minus two thousand overdog. Like, yeah. of course, I expected him to win. He but, absolutely yeah. should have destroyed him, yes. And the UFC is just trying to make him look good right now. Uh, so they're just kind of like feeding them dudes. Um, the Sean O'Malley I, effect. Yeah, pretty much. And I will wait <laughs> to give a true opinion on Bo Nickel because I don't have one right now. I'm not That's saying fine. he's trash. Um, I'm not saying he's great. I think he's overrated. I think the way he was lunging in on Val, he'll get fucking head kicked to death by Izzy, by Whitaker. Uh, someone that can kick in the middleweight division, Brian Battle. He will get knocked mm. the fuck out of him lunging in like that, trying to strike. I don't, I don't know if you played, but he lunging in like. Oh, he went at him. He was very aggressive about it, which yeah. could you be know a part that he just didn't respect knew, him because he knew there was a skill gap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He's not rushing in like that on Izzy. He's not rushing no. in like that on someone that's actually good. So I'm gonna hold back and say I'm not ready to claim Bo Nickel as the next biggest thing or next biggest prospect in the middleweight division because hmm. honestly no, that's totally fair i think he's a little overrated <laughs> anybody who dana's gonna prop up is definitely gonna feel like that i think i mean i i totally get that because nickel is untested just like sean o'malley's untested and we'll find out about fucking sean o'malley very soon here but from what i've seen so far about nickel even with tin cans he's fighting I, I think he's got some good tools i think compared to a few other him. prospects I've seen. Oh, he can rest. I think he's got some. The biggest thing about him was how were his hands. He hasn't really been using them that much. This one kind of showed he's got some power now. So you, you can have power, but if you're not technical, mm. what good is your power? Knocked out. Very fucking true. Especially, yeah, we've seen it in the bigger fighters too. You can have power and then get fucked up. But we'll pump yeah. the brakes up, Bo Nickel. But I think he's got something. I think a good, maybe a ranked fight. 
really show us something. With okay, so who's next for him? Would you give him like Cannoneer? Uh, would you give him Sean Strickland? Would you give him? Would you give him Whitaker? No, 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 no. Man, no fuck him up. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, <laughs> he's not ready for that. And that's what I'm thinking. I think if if they don't rush Bo Nickel, he's going to be a very good fighter. If they try to throw him in the deep end, that's a little different. So no, well, not Whitaker yet. I Cannoneer is nah. interesting. It's interesting. I, I want to see I could him get, see it. I want to see him get thrown into the fire. I think a good next fight for him, like realistically speaking, if he beats this guy, I'll give him props. If he okay. beats Derek Brunson, well, you know, Derek, is Derek Brunson even fighting still? I thought Brunson was out now. Oh, oh, uh, maybe. But if he fights <laughs> a guy kind of like that, I, yeah, that, that I level, sure. Yeah, that type of level where he's like not the top five. Oh no, I'm sorry, like Brunson's still in. Brunson's rank number. Brunt, Brunson's rank number eight. Excuse me. I thought he okay. was done. Yeah, These are some I, L's. I, somebody got caught, uh, got cut. I forgot who. Somebody n- known got cut. I forgot who it was. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Brunson would be a good fight for him. I think. I think, I think that's a good test because they Anybody have similar else. Who? Because even like a Kevin Galstelum would be Kelvin. Oh, he's moving now. Oh, Kelvin's fighting at one seventy. His next fight is he now? Oh, then fuck that. Yeah. No. Yeah, um, Kevin Brunson. I like to see him against Brunson. Brunson or Brian Battle. Um, I think Brian Battle knocks him out. Hmm. I don't know if you ever watched Brian Battle. I've only seen like one Brian Battle fight. I think. That's Brian Battle. Somebody, man, he he's a very good striker. He's somebody I have my eye on in that middleweight division. Okay, I like um, that. I like yeah. the idea of testing him now. Like five and zero yeah. is cool. Let's give him some real some real competition now. If if you know if you're gonna hype him this much, you got to. You got to. Yep, sink or swim. That's the fight yeah. game for you. But we will move on. Um, next up was Jalen Turner. And Dan Hooker, who is a podcast favorite, and this fight fucking. was so, so good. So fucking good. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead yeah. and talk about that one, though. So, round one, uh, I thought Dan Hooker was done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he got head kicked Woo! to another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh, Shadow my Realm. Lord. Oh, I thought Jalen Turner was about to get the finish. Mm-hmm. But I remember... Israel Adesanya saying on his YouTube channel, like, if there's anyone that he would label as mentally insane, it'd be Dan Hooker. Because mm-hmm. Dan Hooker doesn't know how to quit. No. And he showed it. He he lost the first round, got fucking killed in that first round. That yeah. headshot, bang! Seriously. Yeah. Uh, came out in the second round, did some really good work, looked refreshed. Yes. Which caught me the fuck off guard. <laughs> That second gear. Yeah, that second wind. Uh man. And I mean, from the second round on, I think I think Hooker had his foot on the gas. Um yes. Jalen Turner was fighting back. You know, he he didn't get fucking he just didn't roll over and let Dan Hooker destroy him. Oh he no. was fighting back, but I think it was pretty pretty clear. Like Dan Hooker was hitting him with more shots, uh the more significant shots, the heavier shots. Um and that was the fight. And Dan Hooker, he just didn't stop. He just never quit. That's what really wanted the fight. It oh, really yeah. wasn't it didn't have to do anything with his skill. Um his his best attributes were actually nullified in this fight because normally he uses his range very well. Yes. His long limb. But this time he was the smaller fighter. That's right. He was definitely so, oversized. If you remember at the end of round two, he actually got a choke. He almost put Turner out. He, yes, if he had like five more seconds, it was over. I was just gonna get into that with with the height. Oh, with the yeah, height. With the height. Yes, I think height I think that's what helped him secure that. It's because so. he's smaller than Turner. Yeah. And yes. so for the first time ever, if he can get inside, he can, you know, 
wrap his arms around somebody. But you oh, know, yeah. it's kind of hard to when you when you're a bigger fighter and you're trying to get inside on a smaller dude. You know, it's you're kind of yeah. defeating the purpose of having an advantage. You know, right? Playing so, his game. Yeah. So I, I think overall, like that was, whew, man, that was one of the so good. best fights at 155 I've ever seen. It was so I fucking good. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Well, no, I absolutely agree. And even so, like after that round three, both of them came out swinging. Just, I mean, both crazy combos. Neither one backing down. And you saw Turner started kind of running out of gas a little bit, but he kept yep. going too. He was getting takedowns yeah. and he kind of let go of them a few times. And, you know, Hooker's defense aren't really kicking in and Turner couldn't fill him out, you know. So, you know, Hooker was, I think he had a, quite a few extra moments where he could have ended it on the ground and he kind of let him off. I mean, I think he could have kept him standing and mm-hmm. probably finished turning off a few more times too, but. You know, Turner yeah. got to recover enough, and he ran out the clock, but Hooker ended up getting the split decision there. So, yeah, overall, just fantastic fight. I was blown away by it. And yes. honestly, I say run it back. That was so fucking close of a fight. Do run it again. It run it back. And I know you can't do it with those two because they're both on the up, but, like, I would love, just as a fight, as a fan, I would love to see it again. They. Yeah. That was how good that fight was. No, that, that was a hell of a fight, man. Uh, if they don't run it back, who do they fight? Well, I mean, with with Dan Hooker, I mean, man. I got a name tough. for Hooker. I got a name for Hooker. Yeah? Yeah. What do you got? You know how McGregor just pulled out of that Michael Chandler fight? Oh, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> a rematch with Michael Chandler. But I think it'll be too soon, though. I think so. I literally said I was going to say the word Michael Chandler. Like, I think, uh, I, I think a rematch for Michael Chandler would be a very good fight to watch. That's a money um, fight. Yeah, I I, th- I think Hooker Hooker can get him this time around because I think last time they fought Hooker was a uh, I think it was during like fucking COVID or something and yeah. Hooker his training camp was weird like he he wasn't with uh, CKB his original yeah. team he was somewhere in the states training and so I see and that was That'll his be, debut right. So. I would also, I'd probably run him up against Gamrod as well, because Gamrod's trying to make a name Gamrod. now. He's a top 10. And if it can't be Michael Chandler, Gamrod's very similar when it comes to that kind of the scrap he's got. That could be Gamrod. an interesting matchup. Yeah. And, it would, Gamrod, and Hooker probably, would be able to jump into maybe a top five spot. Yeah, that'd be a good fight too. No, that, that would, 155 pound division is fucking stacked. Oh, yeah. Lightweight is on fire. It's yeah, so good. It's so fucking yeah. good. So, we brought up two of these guys uh, before, but let's get into it. It was Robert Whitaker and Drikus Duplessis, DDP, in a big mm-hmm. contender fight. You mm-hmm. know, so this was a lot of momentum, and we know everyone loves Robert Whitaker. He's been, his record lately has been a little rough. Duplessis, the opposite. He's been tearing through people. So, it's this was a very intriguing fight on paper, and mm-hmm. we knew whoever was coming out of this one was probably getting Izzy next. Adesanya was mm-hmm. waiting. He was there. He was watching very closely. So this fight wasn't sure how it was going to go down. Uh, Whitaker, I think, right away, really good timing on his early jabs. You know, mm-hmm. and Duplessis, you know, he had really good uh, stance switches. So he's a mm-hmm. very weird guy on his feet because his high-low stance and his switch-ups are very unique. I've never really seen much like it. It's it's almost like an active defense that he fights with. So I think yeah. Whitaker really couldn't handle it very well. Right, He's trying to figure this shit out. But Witt was still putting him down quite a bit in the beginning. So, like, you know, Duplessis had really good defense, and he was very aggressive. But Whitaker was kind of matching up with him very well at the beginning. 
But mm-hmm. and I was saying, like, you know, plus, you know, DDP, I'm calling DDP from here on out. DDP is very aggressive fighter. He's built like a fucking Mack truck. So that is somebody in that division you really got to worry about. And, you know, he got some good leg trips, some good headlocks in. And honestly, once he got wood on the ground, he was overpowering him quite a bit. He busted him open pretty quickly. Ground yeah. game was top notch. And, you know, even getting into round two, like, Whitaker came back out. He started kind of switching up. He was adjusting. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a lot more even fight than I thought. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, DDP caught him with a nasty, nasty fucking hook. And Whitaker, for all purposes, I thought was going to recover from it because he got hit, but he was still kind of moving on the ground. But honestly, DDP kind of overwhelmed at that point, and he dropped him, and that was it. Whitaker went down in two rounds, which is something DDP even called before the fight. He said, if I could take him down in two rounds or less, I want a title shot. And I said, damn. He's like you. He fucking called his shot, and he finishes Whitaker with a TKO. Mm-hmm. So it was a great fight on paper. Maybe not surprising result, but the way it went down was, wow, it was pretty definitive. Pretty crazy. Yeah, no. What do you think? I agree. Um, I thought, um, well, for one, I called for this fight. Yeah, uh, you did. A while ago, when I was still living at my old crib. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I thought Robert Whitaker was going to win this fight. And I thought yeah. we were going to see a, a trilogy with Izzy. Yeah. Um, and I thought that because Drinkers Duplessis, he's a, he's a sloppy but good fighter. Yeah, that's a good like, way of putting it. It, 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 it looks weird, but... It, it works. Definitely works. You know, it, I wouldn't call him awkward because awkward would no. be like, I don't know. I can't think that's of like, anyone. I can think of boxers, but I can't think of anyone in the UFC right now. Yeah. That's why I call it a unique. It's just, it's just different. Very different stance. Mm, I wouldn't say unique because unique looks pretty to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, unorthodox. Um, Very, very yeah. unorthodox. That's the word. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he his power looked evident. Yeah. He dropped Whitaker with what looked like to me was a jab. Oh, well, yeah, it's very quick. It was like a, it was a right hand. Yeah, he was a lead right hand, and it was a jab. It looked, hey. it, I don't know, it looked like a jab to me. It, it was very clean, but it, yeah, yeah, it didn't seem okay. like it would drop. That's why I thought he was going to recover from it because I'm like that wasn't that hard of a hit, but yeah. it set him up pretty perfectly. Yeah, I, yeah, I was um like you said, I was surprised that Whitaker went down like that. Yeah. Um, he's tougher than that. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Whitaker get hurt sure. by the right hand before. Um, with with Izzy, Izzy knocked him out with the right hand too. That's right. Um, so I don't know. Um, I thought Whitaker fought pretty well though. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, but you know, DDP just had a better day. You know, he he caught him, ended the fight. I mean, what more could be said? Um, now to preview that fight with Izzy. Hmm. I knew we were going there. Um, first of all, when Izzy came in the cage and did his thing, Ugh. I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were like turned off by it. I was like, I get where he's going with it. It's hilarious. <laughs> you, were, you were turned off by it? I'm sure you were. No, no, not me. No, I'm saying a bunch of people oh. were turned off by it. Oh, oh. I was laughing. I, expect- I was like, I expected you to be turned off by it, to be honest. No, <laughs> not really. Because um, Izzy's hilarious, but. He's, yeah. you know, he's uh when he picks his narrative, when he picks the thing he's gonna focus on against the fighter, he's going yeah. to hammer it home. So yeah. that's all. I didn't think that was gonna be what we build. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, he came into the ring and pretty much dropped a shit ton of end bombs <laughs> at Duplessis <laughs> and 
pretty much saying like, oh, you're from South Africa? Okay, I'm African too. And just started like calling him out for it. So I well, wasn't yeah, gonna, it I didn't say <laughs> it then. Say the N-word. He's like daring him to say it. Like he's baiting him. But like that's what fighters do. So did mm-hmm. I think we're going to build this fight off of race? No, of course not. But are, are we going to get somewhere funny with it and get a great fight? Absolutely. It's uh, just what we're going to build it on. You know, Dana was actually asked about it. Oh, and Dana it? was like, who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> he's like, he's like, wait, who said the racial remark? Oh, it, wait, is he said it? He's like, oh, he's black. Oh. Right. Oh. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what? why I was just laughing. Roger, like, Goodell, right. Roger Goodell, Adam Silver, y'all need to be like Dana, man. I ain't even oh, yeah. To a certain extent. I could do it all the Trump love that was happening that night. My God. This, <laughs> every fucking winner is like, I love you, Trump. And I was like, can we can we just not? I won't go there, but just oh my god! But yeah, uh, so does he beat Izzy? No, I don't think he's no, ready for it. I don't think he's no, ready think, for it. I think I think Izzy KOs him. I think so too. I like DDP. Don't get me wrong, but just Izzy is a different level. We talked about that. And the the one time I bet against Izzy, he made me eat my words. I'm not doing that shit again. So <laughs> you might want to change your opinion because you know how it goes for me. <laughs> when I vote no, on no. somebody, they end up losing. No, I I was one that told you he was gonna knock Pajeda out in two rounds. I know. I know. So man, <laughs> I he, learned my lesson. He's gonna, give, he's gonna give DDP the same treatment he gave Paulo Costa. Oh yeah, I think so. Like give him the same treatment. He's gonna butt fuck him in the end. <laughs> and uh, that, that's next. all she wrote. Next man, up, it, yeah. I, I feel it. I feel it. I like DDP as a fighter. I think he brings a lot to the table, but that's that's the deep water. I don't think he's ready for the deep water. Yeah, no. I don't think anybody is at this point. <laughs> In that division right now, I don't think so either. Um, Not in that division. Yeah, it's just it's levels. And Izzy's just... Izzy could damn near fight and beat some 205ers. Or damn near beat a lot of 205ers. Yeah. Um, but, shit. We'll see how that goes. They're going to sign that fight real quick. Real oh, yeah, fucking fast. It, it's already signed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next up, had the flyweight championship with Brandon Moreno and Alessandre Pantonia. And this fucking fight. Whoa. This fucking fight. My Man, God. This was like, a fucking I, war. That was an absolute war. And I know flyweights are the scrappy little guys and they can fucking, those fists go flying. Those two look like fucking Agent Smith and Neo and shit. They were throwing <laughs> a billion fucking strikes. And I was just like watching with my jaw open. Like, how how did neither one of you get knocked the fuck out? And I know a lot of it's just like they're matching power, but holy shit. Moreno, yeah. by the way, he, I've been watching his career for a while. He hit another level in this fucking mm-hmm. fight. This yeah. Moreno that came out was a world beater as a defending champion. But even so, he came out just wearing down, you know, Pantonia's legs, clean jab combos. And, you know, Pantonia, uh, he had to switch his strategies very quickly. So, and to his credit, he did because he dropped Moreno with a left real fucking fast. Yep. And in my opinion, cool. he could have finished that then. He hesitated. He dropped down, and you could kind of see it was like a three second movement where he was like, What do I do? Like, do I try to fucking ground and pound or do I try to choke him out? And that hesitation, I think, flipped the entire game and made this fight go way longer than it could have. Mm. But for the better, in fact, I think that hesitation, it allowed Moreno to kind of recover just a little bit. He got up, Moreno was bloody, and then. Petoja just went for just crazy, just swinging for the fences kind of shit. And knees to the body. I mean, they were throwing everything at each other. Round two came in. 
And Pantoja, I mean, he looked like he had a new motor too. You talked about them refreshing themselves, you know, between rounds. Here we go again. And he, he's, I mean, my God, Moreno is throwing these fucking jabs. And you can look at, I looked at Pantoja's eyes for a second. And like, his eyes are going cross-eyed. I'm like, he's just killing you with these jabs. Oh my God. And again, I mean, I won't go into all of it, but like, just a scrappy fucking fight. You know, round three, I think there was a groin kick. And then Moreno said, fuck this. And he came right back out. And gave him like an elbow, and then Pantoja just gushing blood, and like Pantoja tried to get like a a backpack choke of Moreno, and like the blood was like gushing into his own eyes, so he was like closing his eyes while he's trying to choke him out. I was like, oh my god, like this is like blood sport. Like what the fuck is going on? And even after that, round four, throwing everything at each other. Round five, everything at each other. They're trying to take each other's head off. It it was the damnest fucking fight. It ended up going a split decision, and Pantoja actually wins the flyweight championship on a split decision, which is rare if you know your fighting history for the splits to go to the challenger. So there was a lot of speculation about the judges' scores, and we'll get into that in a second. But like, I want to know your thoughts on that fight, which I again, fantastic fucking war. Yeah, that that's probably fight of the year. I think it is. Um, I think I think Pantoja came out. Very aggressive, and he surprised me with the hands. I knew he was a very yes. good jujitsu uh, guy. Uh, I actually watched both of these guys on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's been kind of crazy to watch how their careers have gone and flourished. Uh, yes. I think Moreno also looked very good on the feet. I think these are the best individually that they've looked. Each of these men have looked. I would agree with that. Uh, Pantoja, like you said, he landed that left hook, and I think that really won him the fight. Yes, that I think it did too. Moreno, I think that's what won him the fight. Because I think overall, Moreno was piecing him up. Oh, Moreno yeah. was hitting him with more shots. It's just Pantoja looked like he had more power. Yes, um, absolutely. And he got the K, uh, he got the KD, and that's what that's what won him the fight. Uh, I was honestly a little surprised. You mentioned something about the the scoring. Yeah, I was a little surprised at the forty nine forty six for Moreno. Hmm. I don't think it was that big of a blowout because that means Pantoja only won one round. And that's the part I wanted to get into. Yes, out of the three judges, one judge gave Pantoja one, the first round, and he gave Moreno rounds two through five. And then I'm like, what fight were you watching? Yeah, I don't know. What the and, hell? In my, in my opinion, I think Pantoja should have won unanimously. I think so, too. That's what um, I felt. That's just my opinion. I think I, I, I scored it uh, I scored it uh, 48 47. Yep, same exactly um, the same for Pantoja. So, I'm not sure what that judge was watching, man. Uh, these, these judges have been tripping lately. I'm not gonna lie to I'm you. I'm telling you, dude, I'm telling you, they're smoking something in Vegas, bro. It, like, it's, it's not Bud, it, it's something else. No, that's that it's lace that hard white. It's that hard white. <laughs> um, it's that Dana white. Now, <laughs> now do you, if you're Moreno, do you order a rematch? I think you have to. I think you have to. And I don't think he wins a rematch either, in my opinion. But you don't think so? I think uh, I think it Moreno was very close. I think Moreno has to finish him. I think so. And I think he knew he that in this fight too. Because you can't go to the decision. Because Moreno, he's um defensively, as a fighter, as a striker, he's not that good. Exactly. He fights like a like your stereotypical Mexican fighter where he's going to eat a lot of shots. He, yes. He's going to be hard to knock out. You probably won't be able to knock him out. Nope. Um, but he's also going to piece you up. And that's exactly what this fight was. 
They yeah, both yeah, were just, just fight played out. you know, like the old Simpsons fucking hockey fights and shit. Like, they're just swinging, yeah. trying you to land when, something. You know when Frieza and Goku are in the air, and they're just throwing a million strikes at each other? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that. Yeah, you know. Nothing's actually really fucking hitting. It's kind of everything. They're hitting everything and nothing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is hitting, but their bodies are still upright. <laughs> that's right. That's literally what it was. And that's why I was just like, God damn. There's a DBZ fight we're watching here, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if you must run it back, run it back. I don't think Moreno gets that back though. I think Penjo, I mean Patanja just his he's a better Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist in general, I think. Yeah, his yeah. ground game and the takedowns definitely separated him from Moreno. Moreno, yeah. like you said, is very fucking scrappy. Just he's been a great champion, but I think they both leveled up their games, and I think Moreno got left back a little bit here. And I don't know if a, if a rematch solves that either without a knockout. Yeah, if they, I don't know how I feel about it right now, but if they do get a rematch, Moreno definitely needs a knockout. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna pick a winner, but we'll see how I feel then. We'll see. But they, yeah, we'll see what's next. It's yeah. That's an interesting division too, where they got they got very some deep division. Very deep yes, division. they got some real stars in the making here. So it's. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be interested to see who's next because that's that's a that's a spicy division for sure. I like Brandon Royval. That's something. That's something oh, ah, <laughs> well, we will finish up with the main event of the evening with everyone's favorite freaking featherweight champion of the world, Alexander Volkanovski, facing Ryan's favorite, Yair Rodriguez. Yair, <laughs> it's a title unification match. Yair was actually the interim champion. Volk comes back and defends his championship. What are your thoughts on this fight, sir? Um, I actually, uh, man, I was rooting for Yair, but uh, I kind of knew in the back of my mind, like, Volk is just too good. Man. Volk is too well-rounded. He just came off of a fight where, in my opinion, he beat Islam Makachev, who's a whole weight class higher than he is. Absolutely, and, yes. And, um, I mean, Yair was doing some good work on the feet. He he was clipping Volk, you know what I'm saying? He he showed why Volk labeled him the most dangerous fighter he's had to fight. Because Yair would throw shit you never assume oh. or think he would throw. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> he, his fucking question mark kicks, his fucking spinning body kicks, his push kicks. Like, I don't know, this shit is fucking crazy. It's beautiful to watch. Yes. Um, now, that is a unique fighter. Yair is a unique fighter. <laughs> That's fair. Very fair point. Yes. <laughs> he was throwing uh, shit where I was like, whoa. Like he like changes his thought about his attack midair. So he'll throw like yeah. a fucking like a jumping roundhouse and he'll turn into a fucking axe kick because he just tried something new. <laughs> no, he'll he'll, he'll he'll jump and kick you with his right foot and change his decision midair and kick you with his left. Exactly. That shit was like, giving Volk some fits for a little fuck? bit. <laughs> like that's not even a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Anime but- ass kick. Volk just showed he's just too well-rounded, man. Man, He's a mixed martial artist. Whenever he felt like he was in trouble, he took Yair down at will. Um, on the feet, what makes Volk so dangerous as a short fighter is that yes. he has long arms for his height. Yes, he does. Um, and so he can sit back in the pocket and counter you. Because he, he, yep. he's very athletic. Volk is very athletic. Oh, yeah. Totally so built. Like he, he can make you miss, counter you. And what something he did this fight that... I noticed, and it threw Yair off, was that he switched stances a lot. Yes, I'm glad you said it. And I think it was to nullify Yair's kicks. Because whenever Yair would be in Southpaw, yes, and um, 
what's his name? Volko being orthodox, he would fire this body kick at will. He would just spam that shit square. L1 square, L1 square, L1 square. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, man. And so the other, and vocal switching, vocal switching, and eventually, the right hand was landing all night. And eventually, Woo! it landed, you know what I'm saying? Like, it did enough damage, and that one le- one right hand just did enough damage to, to end it. Oh, yeah. You know, that ground and pound is rough, man. Volk, oh, my God, his strong ass. Ooh, he was raining down hell on Yair. Yeah. He gone with that right, right against the cage, and it, Yair was like, "Okay, I, I, I'm done." Yeah. <laughs> yep. He had no defense anymore. No, um, the Volk is threatening goat status. Honestly, I feel he is. He's he's getting up there. He's becoming pretty legendary. Yeah, he's he's getting up there. He, I put him on the same level as like a GSP right now. I would give you that. Yes, that's absolutely true. The GOAT, to me, is still John Jones, but he's on that GSP level. GSP, Anderson Silva, even. He's yes. on that level. The greats of the fucking sport. Yes, absolutely. Vogue is a fucking machine. That's five straight title defenses for him. And just, again, spectacular faction. And don't get it twisted. Yair Rodriguez is an amazing fighter. So this was not a cakewalk yeah. by any means. Bro, he just knocked out Josh Emmett. Right. Vogue <laughs> is just that fucking good, man. Yeah. So question is who is next for Volk? what do you think Volk, um move up fight islam i said the same thing thank you sir rematch i want to see an islam rematch 100 and as as nice as featherweight is honestly i don't see anyone matching up to Volk at this point and, and, and no one makes sense for Volk to fight no not really like not really he, and i hate okay, saying yeah. that but it's like he kind of cleaned out the division already yeah i mean he uh What's it, what's his name? Who did Max Holloway just beat? Uh, uh, I forgot his name, but he's good. Arnold Allen. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Arnold Allen. He his he was supposed to beat Max Holloway and then get his title shot, but he can't even beat Max Holloway. Right. Both beat Max Holloway three times. Uh, Brian Ortega. He, Brian Ortega. He he dodged and ate both of Brian Ortega's two best attacks and destroyed Brian Ortega. Done. Uh, he just KO'd Yair. Yep. Um, Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett hasn't learned or learned hasn't earned it yet. You know I mean? so, <laughs> he hasn't learned it either. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but you're right. See, that's he's no the king sense. of that division for a reason. No one can touch this guy right now. Yeah, I'd say I'd say go and fight Islam or yes, wait for Aljo and destroy Ooh, Aljo. Okay, I like that too. Though either, either one of those or. fights, big yeah. money. Yep. What, Me what personally, I I want the Islam fight. I had it written down already. I said. Bring me Islam. I need because mm-hmm. you and I spoke about that fight before, and how Islam has run through all these motherfuckers and he's battered them and bruised them. But when he went against Volk, <laughs> Volk took a piece of his soul with him. That's plain and simple. Volk was almost unscratched in that fight. If you run that fight back, Volk might be the one to shock oh, the world man. on this one. I'm just saying he's that. Yeah. I, I believe in Volk that much. Volk might get a TKO. Hmm. It's on my fuck around that one. So, right. yeah. Hope, if it's me, I, I want to see it. I do too. If they do, that, I'm putting money on Volk. Honestly, I would too. I, that's I saw enough from that last fight where I'm like, Volk should have absolutely fucking won that one. <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. see a problem, man. Man, oh man. All right, sir. Last words for your adoring fans. Man, my fans, my fans, my fans, man. Um, I just want to apologize because I haven't been putting out. A- you know, any clips. I've been out here living life, you know what I'm saying? But We're on vacation, bro. You know what I'm saying? I've been on vacation. This weekend, I have nothing going on. So I'm pushing out clips this weekend. I'll try yeah. to do I'll try to do three or four clips this weekend. 
from all different episodes. So there be on the lookout. Mix it in, sprinkle it in. Yeah, sir. Yeah, like he said, new clips coming out. We have been on vacation. I know you guys have been on vacation, and you're probably not seeing listening to podcasts every week like we do anyway. So it goes both ways. But we're still here for you. We're still pumping on episodes every week. We post on Saturdays. It's a Thursday night. I'm still gonna fucking edit it tonight because I ain't gonna do it tomorrow. And it'll be here for you Saturday morning. So you are welcome in advance. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow. Catch us on YouTube and Facebook, The Bank Bro Show on there. We are at Bank Bro Show on the Instagram. And we are the Bank Bro Show at G.com. So fill that inbox up with those questions and comments because we want to hear from you. We want to hear how your summer vacation is going. What have you been doing? If you're like us, trying to get in touch with your spirituality, out camping, out tubing, out hitting Florida and sweating your ass off and feeding alligators, anything in between. We want to hear about it. Bring it up on the show. So hit your boys up. Let us know what's going on. Another one in the book, sir. How you feeling? Man, I feel great. Outside of the technical difficulties that pissed me off earlier. They won't even hear about it. We're going to edit that shit out. (laughs) I I feel like it was a good episode, man. I feel like it was a good episode. I think we had some pretty interactive conversations. Um, I wish the sports world was a little more exciting at the moment yeah but but we'll take what we can get that's right we're getting to some some more when it comes up but like we said if if there's no sports going on then we're gonna talk more about relationships and life and culture we're gonna get we got some good shit coming and cooking up so make sure you guys stay tuned and uh keep on hitting that play no sport no sports at all i'm done with it i got plenty Mm. we can talk about without sports so that's gonna be fucking great you guys stay tuned to that but as always bank bros are in your city we are here for you, and you can always bank on that. Peace. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck.